0: I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon, something isn't right
1: there. I've got a theory, some kid is dreaming, and we're all stuck inside his wacky Broadway nightmare. I've got a theory, we should work this out. It's getting eerie,
2: what's this cheery singing all about? It could be witches,
0: some evil witches, which is ridiculous, because witches, they were persecuted, wicked, good, and love the earth and women power, and I'll be over here.
1: I've got a theory, it could be bunnies. I've got a theory, I'm just cute like every Jets. I've got a theory we should work this fast Because serious before
0: it's Good evening everybody and welcome to the Punch Sport Podcast I am the Goog and with me tonight we have Neil Jacoby How are you? Hi everybody, I'm pretty great We also have dug up some old friends First of all, we have Kung Fu Grip. How you doing, KFG? Mm.
1: Mm. No,
0: no, no, you can't have our brains. You <laughs> can't have mm. our brains.
1: Mm. I thought this was walking talking dead.
0: Yeah, well, it's not. But mm. we also have Hulkamat. How are you? Hey,
3: what's up? How you doing? <laughs> I was gonna do this introduction, but um so I decided I'm not charismatic <laughs> enough to pull it off. So <laughs> I just let Goog do his normal Introduction that he hasn't changed for the last <laughs> <and a> half. <laughs> hey, he he took out ten count. I'll say hey. I'll say that much.
0: Well, I will say that we are coming to you live from our studio. Oh, oh thank you. Uh. Proving that I can steal from the best and the worst of them
1: at the same time. <laughs> yes. Which one's the worst? That's he is the both he is both <laughs> the best and the worst at the same time. Let's um, go
0: so we are not going to jump into the punch podcast 10 count because frankly we can't be asked to come up with 10 topics instead we're going to talk about raw we're going to predict hell in a cell we're going to answer questions from the thread we're going to go off on tangents and we're going to go home in that order holkamat
3: i'm ready All right, um, so Raw started off with the Authority coming out to cut a promo. Big shocker there. The Hell in the Cell is standing uh, at the top of the arena. Not very impressive. Standing? Wow. It's very, very big. It it seems a lot taller than it used to be.
0: Yeah, it's it's taller, but I think because the whole arena is so well-lit, none of it is ominous, you know? Like, go Yeah,
2: back- that, that really came across later when they had a shot of it in the arena while the, uh, Wiz Khalifa and Cena track was playing. So- that, that <laughs> took all the mystique out of it for me. It's so sterile. Like,
0: all of WWE is sterile, but it Hell in a Cell is sterile. You know, go back and look at 97, and it was, it was a small, rinky dink kind of cage, but it was also like, oh wow, this big thing is pretty scary looking. And now it's just it's bigger and less scary.
2: You know what I'd say is not sterile. Dean Ambrose bringing a Seth Rollins real doll into the ring um, and starting yeah. threatening to cut off its testicles.
1: Listen, we're going in
3: order here, going, so you order. can't talk about that now.
1: That's the only part I saw from that point on. I <laughs> have
3: six
0: more Seth Rollins segments to get through first. So how many
1: John Cena segments?
2: Too many. Who knows?
3: But. During this segment, they teased some more dissension between Orton and Rollins. They argued. And during this, Triple H announced that the number one contender for the WWE Championship would be decided in the Cena vs. Orton Hell in a Cell match. And all I can think of at that time was, didn't Cena lose?
0: Cena lost, and Orton's the consolation
2: prize, but the winner of those two gets a shot at Brock. It, yeah, I, I it, guess they had to find a way to make that in any way compelling. It just seems
3: Meh. really wrong, but mm-hmm. at the same time, 121 people looked like idiots in the last WD discussion thread. We as they don't said, know that yet. Uh, there's no way Rollins or Ambrose is going on last. <laughs> no way, with that step added. I just don't see it. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm the fool, even though I'm mm. the one who I'm one of the fools who voted Seth Rollins versus Dean
1: Ambrose. Let's <laughs> just some clusterfuck in like one of them, like the Seth versus Dean one that involves Orton in them, but whatever. Mm. During- so I, don't, I don't think they're going to do like uh I don't think they're going to do Orton Cena last if Orton's going to come out and fuck with Rollins like this raw kind of seemed like in in general building up seemed like it was going to do.
2: At the
3: end of this segment, for no reason at all, Kane's pyro went off and his music hit <laughs> to end this segment. He
0: was so sad sad with the hell.
3: He just stood in the middle
0: of the ring and he was like, ah, oh, what the hell, I'll do it. Ah, boom. And then he stood there with a smirk on his face and Orton was like, hey, good for you, buddy. You did something. Where'd
1: he was go, it, Glenn? Was it last year or this year? That's the anniversary of Kane's Hell in the Cell appearance. Cause it seemed like they kept talking that up a little. Well, they but, were mentioning that he debuted in the first cell match, which is yeah. true. I guess they got to push or like make Kane seem like a kind of a interesting person because uh so you know Evil Two's out, so. Yeah.
3: That is true. Um so our first match happens, we get Sheamus versus Jay, excuse me, Sheamus, <laughs> J Uso and Jimmy Uso versus Mizdow
2: Gold and Stardust. And yeah, sadly we did not get a spot where they locked eyes in the ring and then did one of their cool road scholar spots.
3: <laughs> it looks like that Miz was going to be the one starting this match, but he gave Mizdow the opportunity to wrestle for him. Good. Um, they had an alright match. There wasn't really anything special. Um, the the USO who does the dive, maybe they both do. <laughs> I don't know which one it was, but he cleared the ropes without his feet touching. So suck it, Man Flurry. And, um, I think
2: that might be the horny use.
1: <laughs> The horny <use>. maybe <laughs> the one made of Naomi.
3: That was yes. the peak of the match as everyone did dives to the outside, but the match ended with Mizdow hitting a schoolboy on Sheamus, Sheamus and pulling the trunks for the victory. So.
2: And then Miz? the Miz and Seamus just celebrated their hearts out and it was the most heartwarming. Thing. Miz, Miz, Miz and Miz Dow started celebrating and Miz was like, I won! I won! Yes.
0: <laughs> Which is great, but uh. it's also probably sowing the seeds of a breakup.
2: Yeah, it, gonna it's gonna be sense. sad when it happens, but it's also probably gonna be a Miz Dow-Miz mirror match and that's gonna be hilarious. Oh my God! That's true.
3: <laughs> that sounds amazing. That
2: does yes. sound pretty awesome. Because <laughs> they uh, have the Miz mirror match and they go- decide to be friends. And Dow is going to win that match by doing a better figure four than the Miz.
1: Who's doing the real figure four here, though? Hmm. Oh, Dow because he's winning the match. Okay, yeah. Can
0: they, <laughs> Let's just have them have the match and then stay friends.
1: I know. Uh, didn't they advertise that there's going to be a not uh, Miz TV, but a Miz Dow TV? Yes,
3: a uh, Dow TV with special special The that. Miz. I completely missed that. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds great. Yeah. Um, our next segment, Orton and Triple H talk backstage. This is where they announce why it's a number one contenders match. Seth Rollins, just it was just his idea. So Triple H <laughs> thought it was a good idea. So Orton went to go thank Seth personally, but not before we got a white video package, which I don't give a shit about.
2: Okay, so I had the entire first hour of this Raw muted, and I was just reading Punisher comics, and I'd like to talk about the Punisher story I was reading during this segment because – okay, so the Punisher is trying to figure out who's bringing cheap guns into the inner city, into the, the Bronx. And to do this, he gets a job as a basketball coach in a high school. <laughs> this leads <laughs> to him uh blocking gunfire in the library by taping books all around his body and jumping into the gunfire. <laughs> also, Wait, he gives the kid a swirl, Basically, yes This is in the uh, early Punisher mold of Go to the video store Get something on VHS Make that into a Punisher story
1: He just he, he, He tapes books to himself And jumps into a line of fire Yes The Punisher
2: Yes, and eventually he finds the teacher Who was selling guns to the kids His reasoning is, who cares if they murder each other They're just little lice anyway and he is able to get the jump on this guy and fucking stab him to death because the guy's gun breaks apart because he's using his own shitty, cheap product. <laughs> it's rad as hell. <laughs> that is the Punisher back-to-school special number number one.
1: Was this the one where he meets Archie?
2: No, this
0: no, is that the one is where different. he almost marries Stephanie McMahon.
1: So, <laughs> so was it... Was it the same white packages we've seen, though, or pretty much. Pretty much.
2: Yeah, the one that implies Eric Rowan is pregnant. Here's what I don't get about these
0: Wyatt segments. Everyone's saying, oh, they're pairing the Ascension with it, with Bray Wyatt, and maybe that's the case. But from everything I see in these segments, there's no talk of someone else is joining me or I've found new people. It's just, hey, I found these crazy dudes, and I brainwashed them, and they kicked ass, but now I'm setting them free. So Eric Rowan, you're free. Luke Harper, you're free.
2: I'm Bray Wyatt. I'm awesome. I'm well, coming.
0: The, there is the a thing. lot
2: of pregnancy and birth images, with, imagery, which does imply that there will be something new coming. Well, in yeah. their place.
3: At the same time, there is a rumor going around that they're not actually gonna break them up now.
2: <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> I don't uh, know
2: what's Anything that keeps the ascension like. off WWE TV that I actually watch
1: maybe, is good for me. Maybe they should bring up that Brow Strowman dude as Mega Wyatt. Like you're just going Super Saiyan. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: we got a Divas match between AJ Lee and Alicia Fox. I thought it was going to be Layla. It wasn't.
1: Hey, remember when oh, everyone yeah. thought this was going to be a tag match with <laughs> Bailey coming up from <laughs> Developmental or Karma returning? Well,
2: yeah, they did say that it was going to be uh Paige and a uh, Paige and Alicia versus AJ and a partner of her choice. I guess she just didn't choose a partner.
3: So they faced each other. Yeah. Um, so this match, Alicia just kills AJ for about three minutes with terrible offense. AJ mounts a comeback and Paige on the outside gets mad at Alicia for not winning the match at this point. And she pushes her and throws her into the ring and AJ Lee, she then distracts AJ Lee and Alicia gets a schoolboy pin on AJ Lee. And then Paige and Alicia hug each other. It was a swerve. They pretended to fight just so they can distract AJ and beat her, I guess. It looked. It seemed very weird. I kind of get it, but, um, yeah, they're friends. AJ has no friends.
0: I am so ready for this Paige and AJ feud to be over.
3: They're going to have a good match one
1: day.
0: (laughs) No, they've had plenty of fine matches. They're going to have a good match Sunday. It's just I'm ready for the feud to be over.
1: They're going to have a good match Sunday. I remember when someone probably said that last time they had a match (laughs) on Sunday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They've had fine pay-per-view matches, and they will have another at least fine pay-per-view match.
1: Hey, well, Paige is joining Total Divas, so. That's true. So maybe Paige and Alicia Fox are now working an Angle for Total Divas, where...
2: It's entirely po- is Alicia on Total Divas? Yes, uh, yes, she was just announced as well as Paige. But she's oh, been
1: super. she's been on the show since season one, just trolling Natalia.
2: Oh.
0: so is now every diva except AJ and I guess
2: Stephanie on the show?
1: Layla, Emma's on the show. On the show.
2: F, uh, Emma, um, Tamina,
1: and Layla. Yes, Stephanie is on the show a lot. Oh, I, I mean, know.
2: I would be fine with a. Uh, AJ Layla feud that went as far as it possibly could because that's more Layla on my TV and I'm fine with that that would be good those the, are two entertaining
0: people and one and a half good wrestlers
1: the, Stephanie's not like a main character though she's like uh shows up whenever someone does something stupid or introduces somebody new and then I thought
3: she, you said she isn't on the show every second of every episode
1: she's on the show but she's
3: the she, boss that yeah. just kind of shows up when people get in trouble Right?
1: yeah she's the boss diva but she's not like main focus of the show, like all the other ten people are. Mm. <laughs> That's way too much people on a reality show to follow for separate lives. Like I don't know how you can fit all of them in one reality show and trying to get all their storylines across. But whatever.
3: Oh, well, I mean, it's not that many compared to most re- reality shows. It's just
1: mm-hmm. like uh, those other shows. Yeah, that the contest, problem with the show though. is it's just
3: bad. It's, it's gotten very bad. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: very obvious that it's worked now.
3: Yeah. Like that, in the first season, they at least tried to, uh, pretend there was some reality to it. In this season, I just can't believe anything I'm watching.
1: It's pretty, uh. Yeah, especially now that we know how far in advance it was uh, taped before actual storylines went on in the, in WWE. Like Brie was saying that she's poor now because she got fired for real. And she's on uh, Total Divas, which is a WWE-sponsored and produced show. Uh. <laughs> so
3: Randy Orton finds Seth backstage. He thanks him, but he's also suspicious. And he was right to be suspicious because Seth Rons basically says, if you end up winning this belt, I'm going to just cash this in on you. And that's the end, <laughs> end of that segment.
1: Orton <laughs> makes his way to the ring. Sorry, and, I just saw, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up later.
3: He cuts a promo, um, and during this promo, the fans decide to chant, Let's go Royals, and Orton gets really, really mad. He informs the fans that the Royals have at least another 100 years before they win another World Series, Um, so he must be a Cardinals fan. The fans just don't chop stop chanting, Let's go Royals, and he starts to stumble, but then he says something like, Ass! And the crowd goes, Oh-ho-ho-ho. And then they quiet down and listen to him. And <laughs> Orton basically uh. says, I'm going to win, but then Cena comes out and, uh, he tells him to shut up, shut up, shut your mouth. You are the biggest dumbass alive. <laughs> and the crowd pops. <laughs> um, but well, then Cena, right. Cena then makes like his normal jokey promo and he just loses the crowd until he brings up the Royals again because baseball <laughs> and, uh, he brings I, up I face-
2: thought, I thought you people on Twitter were joking about people actually bringing up baseball. No, no, no. They were, Jesus they were, re- they were
3: using baseball to get the fans into this. And, uh, he brings up wanting to fight Brock Lesnar and then we get our first Paul Heyman appearance in about a month. Yeah. And he- there
2: is where I unmuted the TV. He mm-hmm.
3: puts over Brock Lesnar. He puts over Hell in a Cell. And at this point, I'm thinking, man, this segment's been going on for, like, 15 minutes. (laughs) Um, Basically, it leads to him saying something to Cena, and Cena goes to give him the attitude adjustment. But instead, he puts him down. He's just like, no, I'm not going to give it to you. And they telegraph the most – they telegraph an RKO to Cena as he puts him down. It's just so completely obvious that Orton's going to hit it. But, of course, Michael Cole has to go, out of nowhere – Because during the weekend, these vines just kind of exploded with Orton giving people RKOs out of nowhere. (laughs) Um, But then he gave Heyman an RKO, and that one was better.
0: Can I make a point? Yes, the segment's
3: over, so you can go.
0: (laughs) If this thing about RKO out of nowhere becomes a real big thing, which I don't think it will. I think it's already had its time. But if it becomes a real big thing and that makes WWE not only turn Orton face but push him as the top star in the company, I will destroy the internet.
1: Well, um, <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but it looks like they're already going to turn him face. Well, well yes, they're already the turning
3: Maybe we'll get Celtic Vipers again, and you can be very, very happy that you can say the name Celtic Vipers the over best, and over again. The best <laughs>
0: thing about hashtag Celtic Vipers was not only that Randy Orton was a face and he was being goofy, but that he was in the mid card doing nothing.
2: Uh, I'd just like to say that, uh, during this part, I was in a Skype call with a friend of the show, Sunsweet, and she was absolutely flabbergasted that this, this segment happened just an hour into the show. Yeah.
3: I was, at that point, I was looking at the clock, too, and I was like,
2: boy, we got a long way to go.
1: (laughs) Um, So, spoiler, I slept through most of this Raw. There Um, was
0: three (laughs) weeks' worth of storyline development on this Raw, but that's okay, because there's three weeks' worth of storyline development on every Raw, because every Raw takes three weeks. But
1: (laughs) yeah, like I said, I I kind of slept through this Raw, and this was like one of the parts that I woke up kind of for. I didn't look turn around to see what was going on. I just... I he- heard everything, and it sounded like a better promo than the one later in the night to hype up the Cell match. But, yeah. We'll
3: get to it. Do you think the Royals
1: win
2: the World Series, Goo? I, oh, I
1: thought you going to ask me, and I was going to say I've never Ugh. actually heard of the team of the Royals.
2: <laughs> I have heard that video of the guy talking about shitting his pants.
1: Is, does he play for the Royals?
2: I think is it, so. Is it George Brett? Yeah, I, yeah, I he's pretty old that. at
1: this point. He might. <laughs>
2: Uh, he, apparently, Wait, he hold on. Nice I don't want Google. And to... Then he shit his pants. I don't want
3: Goog to cop out here. I want him to actually give me an answer. <laughs> he, he's just going to win the World Series. <laughs> the Giants the have League? better pitching.
0: Oh. The Giants have a slightly better offense. The Royals have a much better bullpen. The Royals' offense is dependent on the, their opponent their opposing team playing bad defense, and the Giants are playing a first baseman in left field. Okay, I am going to take. The Royals in five.
3: I'm going to say six. I think the I think the undefeated. I can't train believe stops.
0: I just picked the Kansas City fucking
3: Royals <laughs> to win the fucking World Series.
1: Okay. Um, hold on. Doesn't Daniel Bryan support the Giants? Yes. The, okay. Well, he supports sure.
3: Hunter Pence. He supports Hunter Pence. I think if the Mariners were in the World Series, he'd support them.
1: Yeah. Um. So. I went and saw the get, uh, gifts that were made for this, and the most shocking thing about that, uh, the Orton Cena segment was that Orton was wearing pants. Oh my god,
2: that's right! Yep. Just <laughs> kiss over! He, he, he didn't just take them off after that first segment. He kept them on, showing great like, restraint when uh, he's wearing
1: pants. Huh?
0: I think I like Orton more when he's wearing pants.
1: He kind of looked like he was doing the evolution thing, because he had, like, the... Like a salmon pink like top yeah. maybe, but. a
0: salmon pink shirt and decent pair of pants and RK people out of nowhere for no good reason.
3: For artists, um, all the artists that are listening to the show, I want you to make me a graphic and just <laughs> the Orton pantsless streak, <laughs> and we can start anew. And I'll put it in at the top of every WWE discussion thread. <laughs> Uh, this, this is gonna Number
2: be- Number of days since Orton last wore pants. Oh, uh, yes. just for you, he's gonna get an endorsement deal with
0: Dockers and never wear his trunks out of the ring again.
3: So here we go. Um next we get Rusev versus a black man. Um Rusev versus Biggie Langston.
1: Oh hey, remember this feud? During hey.
3: this match, I got very upset that Biggie Langston, they just have nothing for him. And I got even more upset when he hit his awesome explosive body splash that just sends and it just kills everybody. It's, it looks so great. It's one of my favorite little moves in the company. One of these days it's actually going to kill someone. <laughs> um, I don't I'm think
1: actually, so. I'm actually more disappointed now that uh, I went to a house show and saw, uh, Big E and Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods as a trio because, <laughs> because Big E and Kofi, they work pretty well and they seem like a pretty awesome team with a lot of cool double team moves. So.
3: Well, Xavier Woods said something on Twitter about how he was going to come down to the ring, but then they saw some cardboard on the ground. They started (laughs) breakdancing.
1: What I found
2: disappointing was that during this segment, I realized that there are no more people in the company. For Rusev to feud with, he has already gone through everyone in the company who wears a singlet. Starting with Big E, then Jack Swagger, then Mark Henry, then Big Show, he has ran through every human being in the company who wears a full singlet.
3: Well, he hasn't run through Big Show yet, but maybe
2: that's he's true. going to. And uh,
1: that's uh, you say that, but then suddenly Michael Cole rips off his suit and reveals his singlet. <laughs> Michael
0: Cole wears a singlet, and there is the big guy. When Ryback that's comes back.
1: Has RVD beat? I mean, has uh, yeah, I guess. Well, there's that's right.
0: They could bring right. in RVD for another one shot. I was gonna
1: say, has Rusev beaten RVD before? This I feel is, like he has. This feud that
2: brings Kurt Angle back to WWE.
1: Oh my God, that's. A, okay.
2: Yeah, and it's the feud that literally kills Kurt Angle in the ring.
1: <laughs> Listen, Feature in The Rock.
2: One, one stray kick to the mush, and Kurt Angle's brain just pops out of his body, flies into the crowd. And someone makes a lucky catch, like when uh uh the, the big shitty guy, Snitsky, punted the baby. <laughs> the big shitty guy. <laughs> I'm
3: going to say... I, uh... I know there are a lot of those, but I was thinking of a specific one. Shit. If the big guy comes back with face paint and just lariats Rusev, I'd be pretty down with that. <laughs> um But yeah, Rusev, Rusev... We go to commercial, uh-huh. and when we get back from commercial, Rusev almost immediately... Yeah hits like a spin kick and locks in the accolade. It was like a complete burial. He's just come back and the finish just happens. Um, Lana cuts a promo and they're going to do the pose in front of the giant Russian flag, but it doesn't happen. And then we cut to the monitor and Big Show has just this giant shit-eating grin on his face and the American flag falls. And um, I don't remember which American song plays, but one plays. <sighs> <laughs> and uh na, da,
2: da, na, oh, na, na,
3: na, that was probably it's yeah, gonna say that was. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So Rusev so angry gets ready to pull down the flag like Big Show pulled down the Russian flag, but I guess a military veteran or somebody oh, runs in the I've ring to stop it. him. A trained and gets,
0: killer invades a space where a man doesn't expect him to be, and where the man, where the trained killer has no right to be, and the trained killer justly gets his ass kicked for it, and of uh, the heel.
1: Security yep, actually we're fighting him off pretty well,
3: and uh, well, <laughs> we come back from a commercial after that, and Big Show's in the ring, and he's cutting a promo how there are just lines that you just don't cross. And um, here's a line you don't cross. The fans interrupting the show. You don't cross nope. the line and go to TNA. There's a, a line <laughs> you don't cross.
2: It's the one with a fence around the ring.
1: Yeah, <laughs> stay behind the ring. Goddammit. Here's
2: a line you don't cross. The border to these United States of America. But you've got these Mexicans sneaking across our borders and stealing all our jobs. That's that your man lost.
1: Go I away. thought he was JBL. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was Sex Ferguson for a second. I was like, well,
2: if it don't ooh. come in a white envelope and I can't snort so cocaine through it, I don't take it as currency.
3: Rusev goes <laughs> to look for, excuse me, Big Show goes to look for it Rusev, is. but he is long gone. <laughs> oh, um, yes, for, and Big uh, Show <laughs>
2: is just left to stand sullenly in a room that is obviously not Rusev's, as it has—it's like, like a at, closet. <laughs> yeah, and I think there's an American flag hanging, or, or like standing against the wall. <laughs>
1: But, uh, it's... the thing that I laughed about earlier was, uh, this image in the discussion thread. Uh, I want you to all look at it because...
3: Oh boy, is this the one I was gonna mention? For the benefit oh. of those
2: not oh. watching.
1: Yeah, no, no.
2: <laughs> yes, this is a, uh... <laughs> oh lord. This is a Stan <laughs> Kelly classic.
1: <laughs> it is a political ad pic, uh, political comic picture. <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> it, it has Lana as the, listed as Soviet influence. Rusev listed as Putin. Uh. <laughs>
2: the American flag is the shining beacon of liberty. Howard Finkel is obstructionist liberals and the soldier that ran into the ring. It looks like Finkel. And the soldier who ran into the ring is the brave soldier looking to liberate Ukraine. All it's missing is a little sullen Stan Kelly in the corner saying P.U.S. title.
1: <laughs> P- but he hey, there's the USA logo, which they should have labeled, and uh, a crying Statue of Liberty. Yeah, but um, that
0: is a good cartoon.
1: If that was really Howard Finkel sh- canning a military soldier, I would really want us to start retraining our soldiers. If Howard Finkel can kick their asses,
0: <laughs> or how about tell them not hey, to wear Jericho's seven layers of fatigues and combat <laughs> boots to an entertainment festival?
1: <laughs> the, the movie forces them to wear that shit.
2: They want uh, him to look as fucking military as possible. Yeah. Backstage,
3: Dean Ambrose is watching "See No Evil 2" and he's eating popcorn. And someone made a great Photoshop of Dean
2: Ambrose staring at titties on the TV. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait,
1: <what? laughs> well, I mean,
2: a Photoshop implies that it's not something that actually
1: happens every yes. day. Yeah. Hold on, is is in the raw thread? Um,
3: I don't know if it's in the raw thread, but I will get it for you.
1: Because yeah. um, okay, I, I completely missed this segment. <laughs> I've got yeah. to say,
0: there were two Dean Ambrose comedy segments tonight. This was the good one. This one
2: I liked.
1: I don't know. This one – It sounds uh, yeah, pretty you brainful, know what? Uh, reading it on paper. I linked
2: it for you, by the way.
1: Um. Yeah. So
2: I, Yeah, I thought it was pretty decent.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so in this segment, he basically says – uh, Cena comes in and he's like, Is this how you prepare for your match? And uh Dean gets all jokey. He mentions how he's like Batman to his Superman. They don't they're both really cool but they don't work well together. And Cena basically says, You're more like the Joker and Ambrose <laughs> says, Why so serious? <laughs> and then they go to <laughs> commercial break.
1: C- Cashing on how old is that movie now?
3: <laughs> I don't know, like
1: the dark night. three like- or
3: five years. I don't know.
1: So uh, yeah, that came out in freaking 2008. So that's almost oh,
0: wow. It's right in line with yeah. Vince <laughs> McMahon's cultural calendar.
3: <laughs> we come back and Bree Bella and Summer Rae are in the ring. It just they just start going immediately. Uh Bree ends up winning with an X-factor in 3 minutes 45 seconds. I didn't really pay attention. Although I did get I was kind of annoyed at the finishing sequence because Free goes for her free mode drop kick and she misses it or she gets pulled off or something so she ends up hitting a move and she wants to do it really quick this time but she still does her ah on the turnbuckle and then (laughs) hits it um i don't really have anything else to say about it to any of you (laughs) um
2: Um, i was still reading punisher comics during this (laughs) one And this one relates to our earlier uh, talk about trained killers, because in this, the Punisher is hunting a gang of uh, spree killers who dress up as people at paintball games, like they dress up in a paintball uniform, but they have modified paintball guns that shoot ball bearings – and it turns out that these guys, they washed out of the police, they washed out of the military, they washed out of mall cop whatevers, but they got into karate school, and they're taking <laughs> out all their fucking tiny dick anger out on innocent people at paintball games. So the Punisher has to get the, this uh, paintball team of the toughest bouncers in the Bronx and teach them his, uh, marine tactics to take out these, uh, these spree killers. The Psycho Cops, they call
0: themselves.
2: (laughs) It is the most overblown. It's the most overblown, hyperactive story ever, and it's beautiful. It's by the. It's by Pat Mills who created Martial Law, which I also heartily recommend. And it's it's beautiful. It's got early Tony Harris art, and it's from the Punisher Summer Special, the Punisher Summer Special Number Three.
3: Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to
2: corner. (laughs) <laughs>
3: I'm I'm going to read this next segment. Wait, hold. On. I, just I, realized, I just
1: realized. I just realized some Dean Ambrose is a new CM Punk because CM Punk also called himself the <laughs> Batman to uh Cena's Superman. Oh,
0: yeah, wow. and he's oh, wrong. silly CM Punk, CM Punk Cena's
2: one Captain segment. America.
3: Okay. So, I'm going to read what I wrote for this next segment just verbatim mm-hmm. and you guys can talk about it. Um Ambrose is coming to the ring with a bag. <laughs> He cuts a promo on Seth Rollins. Inside the bag is a dummy Seth Rollins. He cuts a promo on the dummy. Dean rips an arm off. He slaps it with the arm. He says, you're no dummy, and JBL King can't stop talking. Ambrose then stabs the dummy and hits it with a hammer. Then he pulls out a saw and talks about sawing his testicles off. He pulls out some tongs and squeezes the testes. He gives the dummy a pile driver. This is a very strange promo. <laughs> this I
0: was guarantee the worst gets pissed about that I pile fucking driver. loved this. This was the worst promo on Raw in months.
1: Uh no, but Consider- it's No, no I am dead serious. No, no, Considering no, 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 no. the level- living- fucking wrong. <laughs> Considering but-
0: the level of star that Dean Ambrose <sighs> is and should be and the level of feud that dean ambrose versus seth rollins is and should be and how much of a death this died this is worse than anything they've done
1: um let me since uh, daniel
0: bryan was feuding with kane for the title this is worse than anything they've done you're fucking
1: wrong stop let me remind you of roman reigns saying uh, uh um i will uh be back uh Cool. That took
0: 20 seconds. This took 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, well 20 seconds is still like kind of like the it death and of yes, Roman Reigns. I thought
0: it was more entertaining now than Roman Reigns was when Roman Reigns
1: cut that terrible promo. Well Roman Reigns is supposed to be the next big deal before the yeah, Ambrose be- and that was kind of worse.
3: I thought they were both character damaging segments.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: They were both character damaging segments. Roman Reigns has the benefit of going away and being off television and then coming back and winning the Royal Rumble. Dean Ambrose has none of those things. Dean Ambrose see, is dead now. You're starting no, from
1: the no, false
2: no. assumption that this was a false promo when in fact – a bad promo when in fact it was fucking awesome. No.
1: Dean um, Ambrose tried,
2: but it was not good.
1: Can I say that my favorite – I was personally
2: uh, entertained, but, and that is good enough for me.
1: Can I say that my favorite part of the write-up was that uh Hokumat said, that I guarantee Vince gets pissed about the PAL driver.
3: He <laughs> <laughs> probably will. <laughs> Uh. Uh, but I just want to. <laughs> I it, it was a bad segment. I don't think it kills him at all. I think it damaged him a bit, but at the same time, I it doesn't kill him. He's really he's a really really good wrestler, and he cuts really good promos. He will be fine. It just was a really bad segment on this show.
0: If it happened in a vacuum, he might be able to recover it, but several other things happened and will happen as we continue.
3: I don't Let's think the, to the, conclusion, the, the, feud, the feud's going to presumably end at Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. and from there, no more anger against Seth mm-hmm. that, to that degree. I think he'll be fine.
1: I was going to say uh that – but yeah, I thought the Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins segment sucked uh, eggs, and then it got better when Mick Foley showed up.
2: That's true. Oh yeah, I should. Oh, that. I oh. marked out so hard when Mick Foley showed up. It, that must have been how people who don't hate The Rock felt when The Rock showed up.
1: <laughs> so yeah, but imagine how people have who have a
2: personal Mc... vendetta against The Rock for taking CM Punk's title.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know, people hate Mick Foley now though too. So. So
3: just to uh, read what happened. Um,
1: Seth, Mercury and Noble came out, Mercury
3: and Noble did nothing Seth cut a promo on Ambrose about their match And then Foley's music hit Right as he was talking about the Hell in a Cell And the crowd popped And they're ta- They're once again pushing just how crazy dangerous this Hell in a Cell is on this show And um, they're really trying to put over that it's life-changing again which is something because it hasn't been that way for years, but they really, really, really pushed it hard on this show. And um, all I can think of was it's going to really suck when the biggest spot in that match is something like a DDT on a chair. But what a, you know, whatever. A
1: good segment.
3: It, it got it turned into a good segment when Foley came out. It just it was really long.
1: They better. They're probably gonna do a spot where they. Pile the chairs in the ring again, and then powerbomb the other guy onto it, or superplex, whatever. Life
3: changing, life changing. That I, is. I
0: think they <laughs> I personally still think that Ambrose versus Rollins is going on last, and I think nope. that, and I think that Rollins, that somehow in that match they're going to get out of the cell. And I think they'll probably do a spot similar to a spot they did in the first Cell match with with Rollins like on the side of the cage and Ambrose pushes him or he falls or something and he goes through the announce table. Like, not – he's not going to get thrown off the cell like like Rikishi did or, God forbid, like Foley did. But they'll uh, do something that they can excuse sell. Excuse me.
3: Rikishi fell into hay.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. And
0: that was a crazier spot than Michael's going five, ten
1: feet through a table. It was a
0: pretty shitty spot, up to yeah. be honest. <laughs> it was a pretty shitty spot, but it's crazier than anything they'll do on this show.
1: Um, Damn, I wish I had uh, the gif handy. It was a a, a gif of uh, Rikishi getting thrown off the cell, he even of landing. Get thrown, he just kind of pushes. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, it, it's a gif of him getting thrown off the cell, and he lands into the hay truck, and he explodes into a ball full of fire.
3: I just want to point out that Vince's plan in that match to end Hell in a Cell was to drive a truck with hay to the rig and just kind of pull it. Drive away.
1: He, he pulled off the door. He wanted to tear down the Hell in a Cell while two wrestlers were atop at of the cell fighting. And
3: four were inside, and the fans were – the cells would go into the audience. His plan was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, fun segment. They really put over Hell in the Cell match, and I hope they do something fucking insane in that match. Yeah. Um next we had a match with Dolph Ziggler and Cesaro and Cesaro it was, bad. It, it was it was six minutes and uh Cesaro won with just a straight uppercut. Yeah Whoa. Cesaro's bad. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm cool with the with an uppercut being a finisher for Cesaro.
3: Fans were trying to chant this is awesome, it didn't catch on, and then the match ended. Um
1: the most it, impressive thing was uh him was uh Cesaro guerrilla pressing, I guess, deadlift Gorilla pressing. Yes, that that's oh, not not the. Uh, that's rad. I don't know why I called him Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was probably the coolest part of it. The, I'm
2: still not sure whether they're going to have a match for the Intercontinental title on the pay-per-view and that's kind of bullshit. Nah, they probably will.
3: Well, they mentioned that he might get a title shot out of it, so... Th- that's basically their way of saying, if we have time, we're going to put it on the show.
2: <laughs> so the
1: authority are back that does
2: not does does not deserve a sort of brushing off like that. Like the the possible the possible match they would have at the pay per view if they got time, because they have sure. amazing chemistry together. They are just beautiful in the ring.
3: So the authority are backstage, they're bickering, Kane yells at them, says, get your fucking shit together, and uh, let's take care of business. We get a Hell in a Cell video package, by the numbers, we get another Wyatt video package, and then we get our main event. The two-on-three handicap street fight between John Cena and Dean Ambrose versus Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, and Kane. And, um...
1: There was no more goddamn tags. What the fuck? What? They tagged in and out. It was no. They, they That's right. They, the the, it fight. was a street
3: fight, but they tagged for some reason. Yeah. <sighs> um. They went fifteen and a half minutes with that, and that doesn't include the commercial breaks. And um. It got better near the end. <laughs> it got it got very good near the end, and Orton won when. Ambrose went for the Jawbreaker Lariat, but he hit an RKO out of nowhere. That's right,
0: folks. They beat their hottest face clean as a sheet in the build up to the pay-per-view.
1: Well, I think on this episode. John Cena episode, didn't get pinned.
0: No, I said their
1: hottest face. John Cena didn't get pinned.
3: On this, uh, on this episode, it certainly seems that Orton is primed to take the number two face spot. Mm-hmm. And Dean Ambrose is probably fucked. I don't think he's fucked. I think he's just not going to be in a high position come WrestleMania.
0: And if you're not in a high position in WWE, you are fucked.
3: Not if you are charismatic as hell and very, very good. Cesaro he
0: is char- charismatic as hell, and he very, really isn't. Mister. Dolph, would you care to discuss whether or not Cesaro is fucked?
3: Cesaro is very likable. He's not charismatic as hell. <laughs> he's you know, also not.
2: I, I wouldn't as say as the promos are his strength. No. But he is very charming. Big He's e is very charismatic, He's charismatic very as
0: hell one. and pretty good. Uh, but, not, uh, remember not
3: all. remember that they wanted to turn. They, they delayed Cesaro's face turn. They said maybe we'll do it by the end of the year.
2: Yeah. <sighs> yeah, they, they, they made really a whole up. lot of fucking mistakes after WrestleMania this year.
0: Dean Ambrose is charismatic as hell and very, very good. He's not. CM Punk or Daniel.
3: I or think he's near the level of Punk in terms of. He's not on the level of Punk, but he's near it, and he's one of. He's gonna be one of their bigger guys. I don't think he's gonna fall into. Obscurity. A pit of jobbing.
1: <laughs> he's not gonna become Fandango.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or it's even obscures. or even Dolph Ziggler. Or.
1: Well, well, what? Fandango isn't even on TV. So, I mean, if you tell the secret, <laughs> he's at least, you know, on TV and he has a title right now. So, I mean, but, that's um, something compared to Fandangoing.
3: I forgot. Right after Orton won, he got hit with the curb stomp with mm-hmm. by Seth Rollins from Seth Rollins, and Seth climbed the cell. And
1: they didn't even show arms. that he just teleported onto the cell.
3: Yeah, pretty much. He got up there really quick. Um. And uh, that was how the show ended, and I thought it was a okay show with a lot of filler, a lot of video packages, and just a whole lot of trying to rehab the aura of the Hell in
1: a Cell. Hey, man, turn it in after, after Raw for the network to see Hulk Hogan's take on the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view and a, uh, exclusive oh, – No, no, DX no. First, first they said DX
3: Confidential, and then they came back from commercial break and said Hulk Hogan, <laughs> and it was like, What? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Cogan was like,
1: there, and he, they didn't have him come out. Was he? He was. Yeah, he was there. They did not have him come out. That's very strange. So yeah. Mm. So good show. Uh,
3: well, not good show. Okay.
2: <laughs> no. I, I thought it was a good show. I assume this entirely has to do with my opinion that that dean promo with the uh with the seth dummy was actually good and not bad like you wrong motherfuckers seem to think it is
3: Uh, well you are the minority here (laughs) i've seen better prop comedy
1: with i've
2: seen better prop comedy from triple h hey it had a thing where he said, let's all give a hand to Seth Rollins, and he threw the hand of the dummy at there Seth There were a Rollins, lot of bad and puns in that no so many, I love bad, bad puns, okay?
1: There were so many bad puns, and then there's JBL, Jerry, Jerry Lawler, and Michael Cole going, this is the pun. Do you get it? And oh, God, they wouldn't stop okay, talking. That,
2: it was terrible. Okay, that might, okay, I was not paying any attention to the commentary.
3: Yeah, you were too busy laughing, and Sunshine was like, calm down, Neil.
2: And
0: even if you ignore the comedy parts of it, there's also just the creepy, unsettling part with Dean Ambrose just taking a screwdriver and plunging (laughs) it into the (laughs) neck of a dummy that's supposed (laughs) to represent the man he's having a wrestling match
1: with. People laughed about it. People who were laughing, and the crowd wasn't reacting.
3: I... So you want to go over the matches for the pay per view just to and give our little predictions here? Yes, so, let's okay. talk about the pay. I have it also did. listed in the WWE discussion thread because well, I am making them again.
0: You are making the threads, and you can feed us the matches.
3: All right, number one, let's go for the grudge match between Bree and Nikki Bella, where the tip is the loser becomes a slave for thirty days, or they must quit. Who
2: cares? Uh, yeah.
3: Who
0: Nikki gives wins. a fuck Nikki
2: wins? Really? I who gives a shit which one is which?
3: Or maybe maybe Bree wins and then Nikki quits. Why? I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> I think Nikki's going to win and they're going to do embarrassing segments to get more heat. Yep. And uh Because the
0: feud must continue. Yes. You know what's gonna be horrible? What? They're gonna Everything keep dragging about this, this feud out until Daniel Bryan gets back. Probably, but Daniel Bryan's never coming
3: back. He's coming back, just he's not anytime yeah. soon.
0: Yeah, after he has Tommy John and is out for a year.
3: He won't be out for a year. No one knows the fuck surgery he's getting. Next, we have a Divas Championship match between AJ Lee and Paige. Who AJ gives
2: wins. a fuck. Paige wins. AJ sure, Paige wins.
3: Paige wins. Page wins. Nope. nope. Because they on can't totally. seem. Oh wait, Paige is on Divas, AJ Lee wins.
2: They're Maybe not. Paige is on, on total, 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 total so Divas yet. Wins. Wins.
3: She's gonna. AJ Lee wins. If she wins
2: it, she will lose it by the time Total Divas starts, so that her on-screen title holding does not interfere with the. Divas. Right.
1: Did AJ pin? Did AJ beat Paige to gain the title at the last review or to yes, defend it? To win it. To win it. Okay, so they're just hot the titles from pay-per-view to pay-per-view. So okay, Paige wins. <laughs> hold on, hold on.
3: Um. June 16th, 2013, AJ Lee. Next champion, April 7th, 2014, Paige. June 30th, 2014, AJ Lee. August 17th, 2014, Paige. September 21st, 2014, AJ Lee. <laughs> neither,
0: neither of these women has had a successful title defense against the other yet. Well, hmm. so... Okay, fuck it. Feuds over, AJ wins.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um. Next we have... A United States Championship match between Sheamus and The Miz, and I think The Miz is going to win, so they can set up the Sandow thing.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, man. at least it gets it off Sheamus, who fucking sucks. Who
1: hey. hasn't done anything? Sheamus
3: before. has been like legitimately the best mid card wrestler since <laughs> uh, the good. last several months. He's been he's always has really good matches. It was a damn shame he lost tonight.
2: Yes. I don't give a shit about Seamus.
3: He hits people really hard, and yeah. that's
2: always awesome. <laughs> so Cesaro.
3: Cesaro Sheamus. doesn't hit people as hard as Seamus. Yeah. Seamus
0: is good, but Miz is going to win the title,
2: and they're going to break up Mizdow.
1: Seamus hits yeah, pretty hard. Yeah, that's going to be but
2: it's going to lead to fun things.
1: So who turns on who because... Uh, Miz turns on Mizdow. I, I, I,
2: Miz, of... I want Miz Dow to turn face because he's not being appreciated enough.
1: Mizdow's going to
2: turn face and be Zack Ryder.
1: Well, no, I'm saying this because they have a history oh, of... No, because
2: Zack Ryder was shitty, and Mizdow is good.
1: I asked that because they have a history of Mrs. sidekicks always beating the shit out of him <laughs> and turning on him. That's true. They... Yeah. Well, Sandow so far has a history of turning on all his partners. So... Oh,
2: hey, well, it makes perfect sense then. Indeed.
1: So does... Ms. Dow attacks Ms. first, or... Ms.
3: will attack Ms. Dow first. It's going to break the chain. Just
0: to ruin the continuity. It's going to break the chain. If this was NXT, Ms. Dow would do it, but...
3: Next, we have a
0: WWE... I feel
1: like, hold on, I feel like Ms. TV might actually set up uh, Ms. Dow being inserted into the match as a triple threat.
3: Ooh, could be.
1: Which I would think would be better, but whatever.
0: If it's a triple threat, Ms. Dow walks out with the title.
3: Yes, and then Ms. yeah. turns. Or they stretch it out for another month, and then that happens. <laughs> Next we have a... So hypothetical
1: Cesaro versus Dolph. Who do you think wins?
2: Um, Cesaro. Cesaro.
3: I don't think they'd change it. Wait, no. Dolph's the champ, right? Yeah. Dolph's Dolph's Dolph would win. Dolph would win. I don't think they'd change it if it... Just by booking it out of the blue. Like, we have time. We have to get this on here. I don't okay, think they'd I guess. change it then.
1: Yeah, I think Dolph would win too. Sorry. Next, we have a
3: WWE tag, logic. tag team championship match between Goldust and Stardust versus the Usos.
2: Dusts God. retain because they don't seem to have actually done anything with this uh, storyline. Yeah, dusts. Yeah, that. Usos so they're just fuck so you. they're usos. just getting the Usos out of the title picture. So whoever is up next can come along. Usos,
1: usos win because they have a new heel tag team coming in. <laughs> that would be
2: no. Really they funny. don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> no, they don't. Don't try to lie to me here.
1: I'm sorry, but it's happening.
2: No, it's not.
1: It's happening. <laughs> it's happening.
2: Fuck your Ron Paul magic.
3: Next, we got <laughs> America versus Russia. Big Show versus Rusev.
0: It's going to
2: be Rusev. so good when Big Show taps.
0: Yep.
1: They, they better have Big Show do uh the stand-up powers-out movie, and they just fall back down to the mat.
2: Yeah, Big, big Show's like going to tap big, out, and then Henry he's going to cry, it. and it's going to be beautiful. He's going to mm. sob all his ugly tears all over the mat. It's going to be so slippery that they're going to have to mop it up before the next match. Gross. Whoa. Yes.
1: That's gross. Mark Henry turns on Big Show after the match. Yeah.
3: I agree. Maybe. No, I agree.
1: Or he turns on him in, during big the show's match. Big Show's totally then, been
3: talking down to Mark Henry this whole feud. <laughs> then Mark Henry
1: becomes uh the black risky
3: Uh, next we have our first Hell in a Cell match between Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins and this one I'm actually I'm not too certain about because I feel like Ambrose hasn't won any matches in this feud but I feel like if they're going to make Seth a bigger heel and face Orton that Seth has to win well no actually you know what Because if Orton wins to I mm, I think I think Ambrose is going to win. Drop the I'm because Seth has a briefcase. Seth has the briefcase, so they don't give a shit. Ambrose
2: wins possibly after Randy Orton interferes against Seth Rollins. I'm going with
0: WWE is stupid and will do the wrong thing in both main events. So that means Orton and Rollins win.
2: Wait, how is Orton winning the?
1: Hold on! Hold on! Wait! Wait! wait.
0: One, one at a time. One at a time.
2: Here, the wrong move here.
0: Wait!
1: Hold on! Hold oh, okay, Actually,
0: okay, they're doing the wrong thing in one of them, and Rollins is winning.
1: <laughs> Rollins right. is winning because fucked him.
0: Yeah, Rollins is winning because Ambrose is fucked, and they've given up on Ambrose. But Orton is winning because they're turning Orton face and making him a big star. Okay. Well, trying to. Here's what I think for the tenth time.
3: Here's why I think what I think. I think Ambrose is going to win because he hasn't won a match in this feud. And I think the reason is, is that because Seth Rollins has the briefcase and he's going to eventually turn on Orton, like completely feud with Orton after, specific, excuse me. <laughs> They're gonna, <laughs> I'm losing like everything. I think Orton's gonna win. And I think Seth Rollins is going to be okay to lose this because he will immediately enter a feud with Orton when Orton faces Brock Lesnar. Or like He, will, he, he will just completely fuck up Orton's shit in that match and cost him win, and they're going to feud. So I think it's okay for Rollins to lose this match against Dean Ambrose because that's going to happen in the future. All right. Sorry if that didn't make sense. I was all over the place.
1: My Orton's tongue turned against face, me. Right?
2: No, it it made enough sense.
3: But yeah, main event, Cena versus Orton. I think Orton's winning.
2: Yeah, I want Orton to win just because in a hypothetical Brock versus Orton match, there is a remote, at best, possibility that Orton reverses the F5 into an RKO and that would own. (laughs) That would be an amazing spot and would
0: probably be the best false finish of Lesnar's title reign
2: to this point.
1: Brock Lesnar kicks out at one. It's That's basically
2: the only match they really have here that they've never done. Because as Orton was coming up as a heel, Brock Lesnar was also at the end of his run as a heel.
1: That's they true. did. There was a Brock and Orton match back when they were both rookies, and Orton got shook and pretty bad. <laughs> he got his <laughs> <disastrous. laughs> I think uh, Brock was a big mean heel uh, thing or whatever.
2: Yeah,
0: Brock and Orton is a fresh match. Brock and Orton is a match that I think would be
3: fun. So,
0: and Orton's burning
3: face. Also, 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 Orton's not gonna win that match and Brock's gonna hit him very, very hard. And he might get a
0: concussion and never wrestle again.
3: Dude! (laughs) That's fucked up, don't. Uh, God. First, you consult
1: the military I'm, uh, and, sorry,
0: i probably concussion
3: sh- on a person.
0: I probably shouldn't have actively wished a concussion on Randy.
1: There's a reason why your bot's the worst.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> My bot just isn't... I doesn't don't want to
3: believe.
2: Want to believe I just saw a man fantasize about another man's career ending. <laughs> You're right. So, I apologize. I should not have done that. That's wrong on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I'm so. not saying I disagree, but still... Okay, so yeah, Rollins
0: wins, Orton wins.
1: That's Raw on the pay-per-view.
0: That's Raw and the pay-per-view. Let's answer Wait, no,
1: work. that's not how it can work. Rollins can't win, then Orton can't win. Cena what wins. Then? Cena wins? <laughs> Cena <laughs> wins, to get Brock versus
2: Orton. <laughs> and then, just just four, and then Cena wins the title cool.
1: at Royal Rumble.
2: Hell okay. no!
3: Good God. I can't wait for that.
1: Or Survivor Series. Yeah, he's not going to win the title at Survivor Series. If he does, that's like total shit show.
2: Uh, yeah, although that does seem to be the description of every Survivor Series for the past few years.
3: Yeah, the one that the one pay per view that KFG buys because.
1: So, <laughs> I buy funny. them all now because the WD Network is how much?
3: An
0: undisclosed monthly sum. Ah, God, that fucking line. <laughs> that
1: was a good line. <laughs> Who said that? Nick that Foley. Oh. Okay. Oh. $9. $9. $9. <laughs> but, uh, his daughter is yeah. very happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was marking out, though.
2: Yeah.
0: So our first question from the podcast thread is asked by our good friend Jubs.
2: Oh, What's his Avatar look like? I'm not going to read the book. Thank you, MRT.
0: Jubs's avatar. I'm is not going to read the book. <laughs> out pirate.
3: I'm going to give it to Ember <laughs> next time I see him. Uh, and.
0: Uh, Hulk-
3: not going to read the book
0: <laughs> <laughs> jumps asks when you're gonna read the book okay well uh kung fu grip actually was kind enough to answer this one for us he said that hulkaman is no longer on the podcast kfg do you have anything to add what <laughs> i thought
3: that was funny because he hurt scone crocker's feelings <laughs> i was like oh he misses me
1: i uh that's actually funny because I just typed the word what and then said what, so.
0: <laughs> Triple X Pac wants to know if you will be back in six months if you keep your head down. Please don't take six
3: months to come back. Uh Yeah, I'm going to be back in six months. Ah, damn it.
0: But we just have our our Bray Wyatt recap in like three weeks.
3: <laughs> okay, make it three weeks. <laughs>
0: Uh This next question is from Dimebag's Brain, who is a forum babby. If Carl Anderson called my internet name stupid, how much would I cry? Wow.
3: You'd cry a lot. No, I wouldn't. Probably like – I'd would... be
0: – you know what I'd do? I would. Pa- I would make a couple passive-aggressive jokes about it on Twitter and actually be kind of bummed.
1: And then you'd talk about how much you hate cops.
0: Probably. What does that have to do with anything?
1: What if there was a baseball team just full of cops and they won the World Series?
3: Oh, God. Oh, God, that would be amazing.
1: No, (laughs) we have
0: been spared the possibility of the Cardinals winning the World Series and then ripping off their jerseys to reveal I am Darren Wilson t-shirts. Thank God that didn't happen.
3: Jesus Christ. I was so happy when they lost. I only wish that the Dodgers were the one to do it.
0: That would have been awesome.
3: Because best fans St. Louis would have had a field day with Kershaw going ahead. But of course – god, that was heartbreaking. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the Cardinals.
0: But yeah, if Carl Anderson called me stupid, I'd be sad, but it's far from the worst celebrity experience I've had on Twitter.
3: The best celebrity the experience I've had, on- had on
1: Twitter. Twitter. Or was um, the worst. Yeah. The first
0: celebrity experience I had on Twitter was when an actress uh Rose McGowan misread a question I sent her and thought I was insulting her and blocked me. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Can I I tell you
3: the best celebrity?
0: (laughs) I don't know
1: what the question was. What was the question? Do you remember? This
0: it was it was like 2008, so it's very early in my Twitter experience, and I was like talking with my sister, and I said, "Look, I can send a tweet to this random celebrity," and she said, "Tell her her tits are fake." So I sent. (gasps) That's what my sister said, and I sent Rose McGowan a tweet saying, hey, my sister says your tits are fake, is murder justified? Ah! What? Just a oh. jokey little thing, and she misread it, and yeah.
1: Misread it? I don't know how you cannot read that and kind of get offended. <laughs> like, the Jeez. Fun. Okay, my,
3: anyway.
1: Yeah. Maybe my worst, my worst experience <laughs> was maybe Michelle Beadle? Mm-hmm. Remember that lady? Yeah. She yelled at me on Twitter because, during the punk scandal where she... And Asia got into a shit fit. <laughs> but my issue was, uh, her, uh, saying the T-word about, uh, transgender people.
0: Uh, she should the, not have said that. And best... I said oh,
1: I just went okay and smiley faced her.
3: I don't yeah, know. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that because I remember thinking, wow, what a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I don't think this really, I'm, I'm not sure whether this is a best or a worst, but, uh, Jervis Cottonbelly once got really, uh, really worried about a picture I posted from Total Extreme Wrestling 2013. He thought it was a completely real story about him no-showing a show, even though it was from somewhere in, like, uh, late 2015. <laughs> <laughs> I had to explain to him what TEW 2013 was in DMs.
1: <laughs> nice. Ah, My best. I mean, what is he your best- is
2: from the 1910s. <laughs>
1: He doesn't uh, know what a computer is. He's, he's lucky like, he's tweeting.
0: What is your best story, Hulkamat?
1: Um, Hulkamat, what's your worst first? I don't have a worst. Oh wow. Um, You're a good celebrity ass kisser. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's, uh, X-Pac tweeting me at Hulkamat and nothing else. <laughs> and I was
1: like, sup x And then he didn't answer me. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: I've
1: had Cesaro, uh, uh I have no laugh. idea
2: why he tweeted me.
1: I had I had Cesaro tweet oh well yeah, he does kinda look like him when I mentioned uh have you ever guys seen that uh uh Planet Fitness commercials where he goes he lift things up and put them down. Lift things up and put them down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Cesaro tweeted about that. And I don't know if this was before he signed or not. I think it was. He goes, I just saw one of those things, uh, lift things up, put them down, I'm like, that guy looks a lot like Rob Terry he goes, ha you're right. He does look like Rob. <laughs> <laughs> And the other other time was Big Show. Glass, uh, I complimented him on a suit or something like that. I said, "Thanks, man. It's just a regular shitty suit I have." But <laughs> oh, Dean Ambrose um, Photoshop with Michael Jackson eating
3: popcorn it was really good.
2: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh I tweeted uh, Biggie Langston about him winning the best at social media award in an issue of a uh, WWE magazine, and he responded in some sort of very, "This is the greatest uh, achievement of my life" or something like that. <laughs>
1: I think uh Biggie's pretty good about tweeting at people sometimes, and uh Xavier Woods is also pretty good about it, too. So I think I tweeted about Visual Games to him. I don't remember.
0: NineNunb, yeah. once again, wants us to uh, book something. As a matter of nope. fact, what does Avatar look like? So Daniel Bryan
2: in the style of a Pokemon trainer. All like right it's an old image cuz he had
1: plate who is it that's mean, nine, nine?
2: num yeah nine num the master of nine, nuts.
1: nine num more like nine bad <laughs> it owned even here brother
2: yes
0: uh, well he wants us to book a wwf
1: versus wcw baseball game i don't know shit about baseball so uh, everyone, uh, i'm gonna say
2: it. that steve yeah. austin drinks all the beer and stuns everyone before any baseball can be played it's 1998 so sid is in wcw
1: so wcw wins isn't macho man also wait, in wcw wait there oh, you go
3: the 2004 ALCS question was so much better than this. One. This is – I'm
0: just going down the page, dude. Mm. I haven't reached anything yet. The next question is from the next post from Draga, and Draga wants us to to answer, are there any terrible wrestlers or gimmicks that you actually like? If so, hmm. who? I don't
1: know. Is does thou? Rusev
0: still count as <laughs> – hey. Oh, gross. <laughs> does Rusev still count as a terrible wrestler? I don't know.
1: I nah, just you
0: I like him. Mm.
1: Look, look at that, look um, at that from uh, Moonsaur. I
0: don't
2: know. Like hmm,
1: shit. That's blank. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, you like the Miz. The Miz is not terrible. I said Miz Dow. <laughs> Miz Dow is better than the Miz. Yeah, Miz Dow is a legitimately good gimmick and worker.
3: Listen, I was just trying to. Ruffle a few feathers here. Miz and Ms. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dow should be down ballot, down ballot tag team of the year
3: if you only watch WWE. The real troll answer is John Cena. <laughs>
2: there you go.
1: The real troll answer is Cesaro. But <laughs> he was going
2: anyway, Tyler Cesaro <laughs> when
1: he was Cesaro. Cesaro. He's when got he a
2: good gimmick, but he's not
1: Tyler a good wrestler.
0: Terrible gimmick. So Tyler Breeze fits the category pretty well.
1: Tyler
2: Breeze is a good
0: gimmick. I feel like the Tyler Breeze gimmick wants to be a 2014 Heartbreak Kid gimmick, but it just won't be.
2: It wants to be Zack Ryder. <laughs> it, it wants to be Rick Rude or uh, Rick Martel. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick Martel, Martel sounds yeah, be. much yeah.
1: better, actually. Modern-day Rick Martel.
2: And you know what? That's not a bad thing to aspire to. Yeah.
1: A modern-day Rick... Martel, who uh takes advantage of wrestlers when he uses his uh flash on his phone and blinds them because, holy shit, smartphone yeah. flashes are pretty bright. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. How much does Art Donovan weigh? He's dead. He weighs as much as his ashes do.
1: Wait, is, is he dead he... or was that – is that who died recently?
0: No, Art, Don, Art Donovan's dead. Do Ox Baker him? died.
1: Yeah, yeah, Ox Baker died. I thought Art Donovan was
0: – Ox Baker weighs more than Art Donovan.
1: Yeah, he was the com- but he was Batiste the WCW's more than either of them. <laughs> no, no, Art Donovan was the one that was like, "How much does this guy weigh?" Right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's the. And that's then that's he went. Did you. he go to? Oh, never mind. I thought he was the one commentator uh that was in WCW uh who explained the Tower of Terror match. I don't think so. I forget who that is. The guy who did who voiced uh, the t- Tony the Tiger.
0: Oh, Football reference was um, lists Art Donovan. staggered Lee Marshall.
1: Yeah, staggered Lee Marshall, yeah.
3: Football reference lists Art Donovan and is weighing 263 pounds.
0: Okay. Hmm.
1: So there you go. There's your answer. So, oh, wow. We Marshall right. that this year. So
0: there's like an yeah. upper bound on how much Art Donovan weighs. No more than 263
1: pounds. What was the question about bad wrestlers or what? <laughs> we
2: had how much Art Donovan weighs. Yes! Is that
1: an actual question in that the thread? That Oh, well, I don't read that thread, so.
0: Yep. then you will have to take my word for it when I say that Carmine would like us to recast the 2004 American League Championship Series with wrestlers.
3: All right, Pedro Martinez is Randy Orton. Okay,
0: hey, so what? No. What is? No. So what, what, uh, what is? Ortiz. Pedro Martinez is charismatic and talented. Where do you get Randy wait, 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 Orton wait.
3: out of that? I don't know. No. David Ortiz is um Big Daddy I
2: <laughs> um, I don't I Alex don't Rodriguez
3: this. is John Cena. <laughs> and um Derek Jeter is like um the rock. <laughs> right. And uh um. who's who is the who is the asshole who uh got a bass hit that
2: like <laughs> Bill Miller? Okay, since I don't know what you're talking about, I'm going to recast the two thousand and four Academy Awards with wrestlers.
3: Good night, everybody.
1: I've got a theory. It doesn't matter.
3: It's do or die.